the war was over, this was called the French and Indian War. In Europe, it was known as the Seven Years' War. So, so come inside. What was Ephraim Voss doing out here in 1755? Was this the frontier? This was the frontier for him. He built a two-story house for his family. He had a wife and two daughters. His house was finished. We know he was a fairly wealthy man. He was building a grist mill, of course, to grind grain. We know he was also distilling alcohol, which was very popular in the 1750s. And uh, if you'll come inside, you can see that his house is two stories. The family would have slept upstairs. The downstairs would be the cooking area and the work area. If it was if it was raining, they would stay inside the buildings or under a shelter. But normally, during the daytime, they would try to do all their work outside because most of these cabins, the windows are very small. They were usually covered with, rather than glass, they were covered with deer skins because glass was so expensive to get on the frontier. And it would be broken because the roads were so bad to get it out here. It was so much uh, cost and danger of breaking that glass. You're a tall man. You have to duck under some of these beams. Yes. Actually, this building was not planned to be quite this low because it's built on a clay soil. And as we began building, and the higher and higher the building got, the more heavy we got. So therefore, they began to sink in. So we had to go back and shore up some of the corners with stone. Of course, many of the buildings are done that way. And the fire in the fireplace, it smells nice in here. Yes, and actually the fire in the fireplace uh, in the summertime, it actually keeps it cooler because when you have that fire going up the chimney, it tends to draw in fresh air from outside. And in the wintertime, of course, we have a large fire to warm the cabin up and we keep the doors closed so we don't get all that fresh air in. Was this actually the site of where this family was and where this... Big, that, this big fight happened? No, the actual site was Shawsville, Virginia, which is about 25 to 30 miles west of here on Route 460. We have a ceremony there every year on June 25th, or as close to that as we can, to honor those people and remember the folks that were killed there and taken captive. The state of Virginia has a historic marker there, so you can see where the actual fort, when the fort was burned, it was ordered to be rebuilt out of earthworks. They began rebuilding that fort after the attack, but it was never completed because during the French and Indian War, the resources were needed elsewhere to protect some of the other larger settlements. So it was never actually recompleted out of stone and earthenworks. What you see on the board is a groundhog skin. That groundhog skin is destined to become part of a banjo. It was used as a head of a banjo. They made very much like they were made in the 1750s. They look somewhat different than they do today. Well, we have a friend who makes these, and he's going to make this into a banjo head for us. And he's taken the skin of the groundhog. It looks big, but he probably stretched it. Yes. Yes, it was stretched somewhat. You can get an idea of the size for the back. What would possess a man to bring his family out here into what seems like pretty unknown territory without much communication devices and... Why wasn't he just happy to stay in Richmond, or where were they from, and why did they come here? The people that settled here were mostly Scotch-Irish Presbyterians and some Germans. Most of them came from Pennsylvania, Delaware. They were here because of inexpensive land. 
land was quite cheap. If you had five half-dressed deer hides, that would mean that the hide was defleshed and dehaired. You could purchase 50 acres of land for five-dressed deer hides. And that was something that if you lived in Europe, you could never aspire to have, was ownership of land. Who were they purchasing this from? They were purchasing this from the King of England. The king owned the land, and he would make special, what they called king's grants, to certain people, certain of his friends. They were responsible for selling that land in the interest of the king. And so they would get a percentage of the sale price, and they were our first real estate agents, in a sense. But the king was, was the ownership of the land. There was also a philosophy here that you would do whatever was necessary to help the king and protect the king's property. So when you purchased land, as a landowner, you had three years to get a musket, musket balls, powder, and a sidearm, and you were automatically a member of the militia by law. That's why they call this a fort, even though it's a it's settlement a, for human, for civilians. It's, uh, the fort term was probably a little bit of a misnomer because it was really a place of safety or perceived to be a